Hi everyone, Brother George here. Welcome again to another episode of Bible Made Easy Podcast. If it's your first time to listen in, a special welcome to you. Thanks a lot for joining me. And if this podcast speaks to you and you'd like to be notified of new episodes, please tap the follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. One of the biggest hindrances to people accepting belief in God or Christianity is the idea that they think they don't need religion or God in order to be a good or moral person. They feel good enough in themselves and don't feel like they need God or religion. It's a really common way of thinking. But can a person really be good and moral without God? And the answer is... Sort of yes, but ultimately no. Here's why. Of course, anyone can do good, including unbelievers. But ultimately, if God is the creator of all things, then there wouldn't be any good or even bad people, right? None of us could do any good without having first been created by him. So ultimately, no, we can't be good without God. And if you're not sure if you believe in God, please check out episodes 2 through 5 of this podcast where I cover that topic. Now, a great part of the inherent goodness in humankind that people rely on to be good without acknowledging God is our human reasoning and consciences. They're sort of an inbuilt sense of right and wrong we have from birth. Of course, non-believers would put the existence of reasoning and conscience down to nature. But obviously, I would beg to differ and give God the credit for it. But even our reasoning and consciences can only take us so far, and they can be shaped by the culture we live in our upbringing and other outside influences. This can cause even sincere people to completely disagree on what is good behavior or on social and moral issues. For instance, most people would agree that it's wrong to kill. But there are people who according to their conscience think that it's sometimes okay to kill. Some people think that it's okay to wage war in another country or region in order to liberate oppressed people or to eliminate someone they consider to be an evil dictator or terrorist. Others disagree. Some people think that the death penalty for severe crimes is acceptable. Others disagree. And there are plenty of other social and moral issues where sincere people disagree. So I don't think we can rely solely on our reasoning or consciences to do the right thing in every case. In order for our reasoning and consciences to more properly steer us in the right direction and in a way that we could more easily agree, I would say that it has to be shaped and in alignment with an objective standard outside of ourselves. That is, God and His will. We have to be led by His Spirit and informed by His Word, the Bible, which gives us a clear standard of morality and goodness. So we can be good without believing in or having a relationship with God. The world is full of non-believers who do wonderful things and are the kind of people that we would generally label good or even great. And a lot of them do better in many ways than believers. But, as I touched on, the definition of good is subjective to the person. So what does good mean? And who defines it? There's quite a difference between the standard humans tend to view as good and the standard God commands us to live up to in the Bible. Here's a quote from the website psychologytoday.com that I think is a good example of the humanistic view of being good. There are many ways to define what it means to be a good person. One definition of good is that you follow the rules. 
you don't break the law, commit crimes, lie or cheat. Another way to determine who is a good person is to ask others, friends, family members, co-workers, people who know you and can vouch for your good qualities and character. Another more abstract way to define goodness is that at the end of your days, you leave the world a better place. You have done good deeds, saved lives, raised good children, made others happy, and the list goes on. If everyone lived up to that definition, the world would certainly be a much better place. But it is kind of abstract and still leaves a lot of room for personal interpretation and difference of opinion of what is good and moral in various specific situations. Now let's read how Jesus defines good and moral behavior. Here, he outlines the Bible's ultimate commandment, the one that sums up the whole Bible and its definition of doing good. Matthew 22:37-40. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Atheism ties goodness to our own subjective conscience and our own opinion of what's good. Besides that, there are no moral obligations in atheism. Nothing that requires specific action from us. The Bible ties our behavior to God and his loving nature, summing it up by urging us to love him and love our neighbors as ourselves. What does this require of us? Here are a few things that the Bible specifically commands us to do. Put others' needs above our own. Actively seek to meet the needs of others no matter who they are. Forgive those who've wronged us. Unconditionally love every other person no matter who they are. Love our enemies. Care for the poor. Share our material possessions. Speak lovingly to others. And the list goes on. Of course, non-believers can and do all of the above. The difference is that it's all optional. In Christianity, it's all required or at least to try your best. But it sure is a high standard. I mean, how do we love ourselves, really? From the moment we open our eyes in the morning to the moment we fall asleep, our own needs are probably most of what occupies our thoughts and actions. For example, someone might wake up thinking, it's cold, I need to put on some clothes and turn on the heater. I need a shower. I'm hungry, I need to eat. I'm lonely. I need someone in my life. I'm depressed. I need to get out of this hole. I'm struggling financially. I need money. Etc. Etc. Until the end of each day. We put 24-7 into loving ourselves and the Bible commands us to love others in the same way. To make sure our neighbor's similar needs are met just as much as ours. This is so hard to do that the Bible says no human can even come up to this standard. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. None of us have come up to the standard. We've all fallen short. 
Nevertheless, loving others as ourselves is the standard of behavior God wants us to aspire to. And while it's humanly impossible to do, God wouldn't ask us to do it if he wasn't willing to help us. This is the God factor in the can I be good without God question. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Our self-centered human nature just isn't enough to truly love people as we should. And history's proved that. We've made a mess of things trying to be good without his help. But thankfully, God understands. That's why he came to earth himself in the form of Jesus to give us a living example of how to live in love, to clearly outline his commandment to love, and to offer us salvation and the power of his Holy Spirit that enables us to love sacrificially. And while we shouldn't have these as our primary motives, as an extra incentive, the Bible tells us that God gives rewards to those who do love and punishments for those who don't. Such rewards and accountability do make it a lot easier for us. So, can you be good without God? Sure you can. But I believe that believing in and being connected to God our Creator through His Son Jesus and being full of the Holy Spirit will equip you with supernatural power to sacrificially love your neighbor as yourself in ways far deeper and more profound than your own human capabilities. And if you haven't yet received Jesus as your Savior, you can by praying the salvation prayer I've included in the show notes. You can also check out episode 9 for more on how to be saved. Thanks a lot for joining me everyone. God bless you all. Looking forward to seeing you next time. Bye.